Hallelujah, we have a God who sets us free, amen? Amen. 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 You know, for a while now, every time I turn around, all I can realize is that God had other plans. God had other plans. We, uh, who, who heard about the awakening that happened yesterday? How many of y'all was there last night? Huh? Yeah, amen. We saw a church there last night. Amen. We, uh, we saw some of the things that we actually read in this book come alive in our lives. You ever sung a song where it talks about hearing the chains hit the ground? They was hitting the ground last night, amen. We, uh, we're at a time, church, where it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. We, uh, we so often find ourselves stuck up in this life, battling with things, right? And one of the things we battle with is being believers in Christ Jesus is how to live life. What do we do now? Hallelujah, you got the praise. God done saved your soul, amen, by the blood of the lamb. Now what? Everything's different now. Everything's different now. It's time to wake up. It is time to wake up. And I'm not talking about with coffee because it's early on a Sunday morning. Y'all got an extra hour of sleep? Come on. Yeah, me neither, brother. Me neither. But I'm talking about in your heart and soul and your spirit. The truth of life. Last night at the awakening, one of the pastors, y'all know how many pastors were there last night? Underneath one roof, they were one church because Jesus Christ has one bride, amen. Amen. One bride. And each one of those men of God poured out to every one of those people there. I heard it said last night that uh, one of the pastors there would speak out of John 10. He says, the enemy has came to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have came to give you life and life more abundantly. He spoke, listen, the truth was preached last night. And we would recognize the fact that sometimes, sometimes people get tired of just letting the enemy steal stuff. The thief usually comes when you asleep. And we watched it last night as some people was tired of letting the devil rob them of life. And they wanted life and more abundantly, amen. And I dare to say that it didn't stop last night. I dare to say that there was some folks that won't dare that still want life. You know, most of y'all know me, me and my wife, my gorgeous wife, Casey. You're welcome, honey, if you watch us. <laughs> we are the leaders of Restore Green. And we minister to men and women 24-7. There hasn't been a time on my schedule where I haven't gone and minister life to somebody. Whether it's the lost, 
or it's the found that are hurting. You know, I bet you, I bet you, you can ask anybody who consistently joins us at Restore, and they'll let you know, well, there's one thing about Restore, and that's we're family. We live life together. And remind each other to live life. Sometimes y'all need reminded. Sometimes I need reminded that we have to live life abundantly to live it. Not to wake up and do all these other things. I'm talking about have life on your schedule and not sin. Amen. Get the sin out of your schedule. Stop planning it. And live life in Christ Jesus. It's time to wake up, church. I watched the Spirit of God fall on the broken and watched them healed last night. I watched one young man, he lift his hand and praise, but the shackles were still on him, and he prayed so loud the shackles fell off of him. That's good. That's good. Amen. Amen. Y'all can clap for that one. My God is a redeemer. He is the breaker of chains still. And if he's still the breaker of chains, why is our faith so stale sometimes? Because we're asleep, it's time to wake up. It's time to live as the bride of Jesus and honor our husband who is our Savior, God, Lord in heaven, amen. If you have your Bibles, now I'm gonna start preaching. Go to Ephesians 5 for me. Ephesians chapter five. We're gonna start in verse eight. I'm gonna read some scripture here, guys. We're gonna read God's word. And because it is the word of God, the most high almighty, I, I, I don't know why I feel led to do this, but let's remove all your distractions right now. Let's honor the word and focus in. Read and listen together. The Apostle Paul, he tells us just before this to not grieve the Holy Spirit. To not grieve the Holy Spirit. What's that look like in your life? Has anyone ever known to do good and not done it? Has anyone in here known that something's wrong but you just do it anyway? Now listen, guys. It's so simple why you're by yourself and the enemy's got you with his whispers. That's what this is for. To remind us of that. To not grieve that voice. The funny thing is, is right after you do the thing you know you ought not do, you feel bad. And just the opposite with the things you know you should do and you didn't do. Man, I should have done that. I'm preaching to somebody here right now. Paul tells us to imitate Christ Jesus and the way he lived his life and his ministry. To 
supposed to imitate that. But down here, if y'all go down to verse eight for me, we're gonna continue to read, and it says, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful to even speak of these things which are done by them in secret. But all things are exposed, are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awake, you who sleep. Arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. See then that you walk circumpensely, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, which is disappearance, chen, excuse me. But be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in fear of God. It's time to wake up. Paul starts off with this. He says, for you were once darkness. He didn't say that you were once in darkness. He said you was darkness. Outside of Jesus Christ, yes, you are your sin. I was a drunkard. Outside of the Lord, you are the darkness that's there. If it's a part of you and you are a part of it, it's one and the same. Amen? Now, how come you think that applies to everybody else but not yourself? I know I'm not the only one. I know I ain't. I've been on both ends of that. I've been the one in the darkness, and I was judging those who was in it. But you know, my God gave me a brand new heart, y'all. He changed things. Now I'm a man of compassion that can cry. Y'all know what it's like not to be able to cry? 
hard heart. Beaten down by the world, stuck in darkness, can't see nothing. But now, you are light in the Lord. In the Lord, you are light. Amen, sister. You are light. You are the light of the world. The scripture says, let your light so shine. Not just let it shine. Let it so shine. There's emphasis in that. He means what he's saying. Let it so shine before men that your good works glorify your Father in heaven. You are the light. Walk as children of the light. Well, what's that look like? For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Goodness, righteousness, and truth. It says, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. Not what's acceptable to your neighbor. Not what's acceptable on Facebook. Not what's acceptable at work. Literally being conformed to the ways of this world. But this Bible tells us, church, to not be entangled of the affairs of this life. That's pretty simple instruction, right? Do not. Now, I want y'all to understand something. I love y'all. You're my church family. I ain't in here to beat up sheep, son. You hear me? But I'm here to wake you up. I'm here to encourage every one of you to take your own individual spiritual walk with your Savior and honor the God who saved your soul now. He's coming back. He meant it when he said it. The first time he came to save. The second time he's coming to judge. Where's the judgment lie? As we were reminded last night, it starts with the house of Israel. It starts right here. It's starting in the church. God don't have to go out to the lost and separate them, but the problem is they come in here. He's after his bride. And he wants her without spot or wrinkle. Jesus is going to present his bride to his father. We, the church of Christ, have to wake up. Stop playing around with all the stupid stuff, man. Yes, we're called to be tender-hearted. But just because you're saved does not mean you got to be soft. Just because you're saved don't mean you got to be some sort of sissy out here. My Bible says stand firm, strong. My Bible says that we are the light in the darkness. It's pretty easy to see the light when it's on. But here you go, if there's no light, that means there ain't no power behind it. 
you got to have power to light the bulb. Is the power on? Is the power on? Now listen, I'm not really even expecting too much to happen, but I want y'all to know I'm going to address this now. By the end of the message today, I hope you know exactly where you stand. My God forgave me for so much. And I want to honor him. Those who are forgiven much love much. We love much. When it's late, more than is when it's the children of God, those who are in the light, who live to goodness, righteousness, and truth. That we, that we don't even fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but what we rather expose them. Jesus Christ changed my life around. It's not inconvenient for me to serve my God. You know what's inconvenient for me to go to work? It gets in the way of the gospel. It gets in the way of the gospel. Where's your heart at with this, guys? Where are we at? Awake, O oh sleeper. Wake up. Not by the yelling of some young preacher, but because you asked the Lord to do so and wakes you in your spirit. Believe me, the God of all righteousness, the almighty power of God, the resurrection, if that's on the inside of you, you're going to know it. You are going to know it. And it's not going to be dealt with with some cup of coffee. Y'all got me? The Lord should know who we are. The world should know who we are. Not because all the things that come out of our mouth because we love so hard. And we don't care where they're at. And we'll love them right to Jesus Christ because we know that he is life and life abundantly. And I shared this earlier with uh, the worship team here and everyone who shows up here really early. Listen, I go in some dark holes to minister. Okay? Now, I want, I want, listen, not because Michael wants to go there. I don't go there for my sake. You think I want to be back around the crap that dug me down to hell? I don't want that. I wouldn't choose to go back to that place. But I'm a servant. And I go. Because Jesus Christ is not just the Lord of my prayer life, but he is the master of my life. And I will serve him. Because outside of Christ Jesus, I lost everything. I lost it. Anything in my life now is a gift from God. Anything. My truck broke down this week. And because of Christ Jesus, I could raise my hands and praise you. Hallelujah. I actually got a truck to break now. <laughs> hey, look, y'all laughing and smiling, but I'm for real. I didn't have that. I didn't have that in my life. 
I'm grateful for things like that. Thank you, Lord. For it is shameful to even speak of those things which are done by them in secret. Listen, let me say it to you in this way. For the church, not for the world. See, they go out and do that junk already. They share their bragging rights of their drunkard stories. They brag on how many women they slept with. That's not for us. But when we share, when, when the believers share things, it's to testify that the Lord makes sure we ain't got to live like that no more, amen? We ain't got to live like that no more. It's a testimony to the fact that my sinful nature had the brakes put on that bad boy, son. It was stopped in Jesus' name. The blood said no more. Brand new. Therefore, if a man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Hallelujah. I didn't want my old life. I didn't want to be trapped in that stuff, man. But you know what? There was parts of my life I didn't want to lose. You think I wanted to lose Casey? You think I wanted to lose any one of my seven children? You think I wanted to lose my house? In that time of my life, I didn't have a car to lose. You think I wanted to lose all those things? No, I didn't. See, I, well, there was parts of my old life I wanted to keep. And see, that was my struggle. That was my struggle because my God, he wants all of you. And to defeat the lies that the devil keeps telling y'all, look at the cross. That is the removal of those lies. Yes, you are worth it, amen. Yes, you are worth it. I, I, was, I was called a loser, a dope fiend. Listen, there was a point in time in my life I didn't have no parents. So where did that little boy think? I always wanted to be the best. That was a child's dream. But why did, I, why did the Lord, why would the Lord give me a dream like that? If it was just to fall on its face, that's not, what, that's not my understanding of the Lord. I didn't understand. But that cross right there says different, y'all. That cross right there says different. That cross says I ain't no loser. I got, I got a father, amen. I got me a father, amen. Says I'm worth fighting for. I'm worth dying for. And I believe it with all my heart. I believe it so much that I won't shut up. I won't sit down. And I tell everybody else. Sometimes it's with my mouth. But my biggest practice is to make sure I show them with my life. The scripture says, but all things are exposed or made manifest by the light. By the light. The darkness is out there, y'all. 
Your generational curses was on you before you was born. That's what the blood's for. The light manifests those things. See, I know this. I know when that altar filled up last night, we were hearing the chains fall because they, the, 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 the spirit of God was there. And we could recognize what was going on in our life. We could recognize that we were imperfect and we had shackles. And we didn't want them no more. And some folks, they didn't want them bad enough that they brought them in the light and laid them down. And my God showed up. My God showed up. Yes, the God of the Old Testament. He showed up. He is mighty to save still. He's mighty to redeem still. Look at the broad scheme of the gospel, y'all. There's a reason why it says you have to be reborn. Born again, reborn. Okay? We, we are redeemed, restored. Amen? But you know, there's another one in there that my Bible tells about that no one really wants to do, but it happened last night, and that's when you're supposed to repent. Who in here? Who in here? Be honest with, with yourselves, for real. This ain't about showing, it's about showing you. Let the light in. Whoever, who in this room has ever known and felt led to go up to the altar when there was an altar call and didn't go? No wonder you were still in bondage. No wonder you were still in bondage. That's what the altar's for. Why do you think the Lord called you to go there? He wanted to take them off of you. But you keep on holding on to them. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up and live. One of the things Casey and I recognize, I started this earlier, I'm gonna go back to it, is that most of the time when I minister to people, you think... You think they don't know that drugs and alcohol kill you? You think they don't know that? They were told just like you guys, man. They were told that from a child, and they knew it. Do you think they know gangbanging can't get you killed? Yes, they know. We don't need to remind them of that. But what we have to remind them is, is maybe they're kind of looking at things all wrong because most of the people I talk to, they're not afraid to die. But they're afraid to live. And that's what we do, church. We are called to go be the light of this world, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ where there's light and the Holy Spirit does the rest. Amen. The Holy Ghost does all the rest of it. He's the one that calls you to the altar, and he's going to be the one to knock the shackles down. I know there's shackles in here, man. Do not think because you walk through the door to a church that you ain't got no shackles on. You drag them behind you. Some people in here got spiritual discernment. We hear them following you.
and they also hear it on us, and they can remind us. Okay, you got a shackle on, now what? Now you got two decisions to make. Now you got two decisions to make. You can wake up and be free. Or you can just lay there and sleep and be in chains. The shackles come off by the blood of the lamb, by faith. Check this out, church. If we say we have faith, and yet our life don't show it, Jesus' own, Jesus's own apostle, who he discipled personally, says your faith is dead. It's dead. Watch this. If something's dead, even if it's faith, it's going to do the same thing other dead things do. It's going to rot and it's going to stink. Anybody in here ever had their faith stink? <laughs> I put both hands up for that one. I've been there. No more. If we don't grieve the spirit of God, then there'll be life. Awake, you who sleep. Arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Christ Jesus will give you light. The God of heaven and earth is the one that does it. Who in here? You ain't got to raise your hands for this one. Keep it to yourself because it's going to be between you and Jesus anyway. But our God's so good to us. Sometimes when things go, he'll give them back. Me and Casey are still married, amen? My marriage is reconciled. There wasn't any part about that vow I didn't break. You hear that? Any part of that vow I didn't break. But my God is a, re my God is a resurrecting God. My marriage has got life in it now. I can be the light to my children. I will be the light to your children but I need y'all to understand something that's not on me. That's not Adam's job. It's your job to be the light to your kids. What does the scripture say? What does, what does Paul say here? He says, finding out what is acceptable to God. Oh, that's a little too far. Y'all don't want me to get into that one. He also says, but understanding the will of God. You understand the will of God. You know it's acceptable to our God in your house. Whose kingdom are you building? Whose kingdom are you building? Whose kingdom can we serve? Whose kingdom should we serve? Because let me tell you something. Like the scripture says, for those who try to save their life will lose it. <laughs> but those who lose their life for my namesake, we'll find it. Right, brother? That ain't got to be by death and persecution. Y'all can argue with me theological debates. We can do it. Only because I want to find the truth. I want the light. 
to expose. I'm not too ashamed to say I'm wrong. You know how many times I've been wrong in my life? I, I quit counting. I just ask, ask Casey. She'll tell you, okay? Just ask her. But you know what else she'll do? My wife will also edify her husband because she believes that I'm a man of God now. I'm the, fa I'm the father and the husband she was praying for. I let the light in. I stopped grieving the spirit of God. I stopped letting the pride that make me want to swell my chest up and feel a little bit better about myself. I put that stuff in check, man. And surrendered my heart and soul to my God, and now I'm a servant. Yes, I was, man, let me tell y'all, do you know what it's like to be called to preach? Do you know the burden that comes with that? Look, I, I ran. He didn't even show me all of it. He just gave me a little taste of it, and it, man, it brought me right out of there. But when the resurrection power that is in the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, that's a spirit of courage, amen. That's a bold spirit. That's one that doesn't let you be afraid when you go into the holes at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. My life ain't mine no more. I believe in the resurrection, amen. I believe that I am part of the bride of Christ, my God's not going to let his wife die from some punk that I'm running into in the street. He's going to raise me up, is what my Bible says. He will raise me up. Stop running from our God. Wake up and let him lift you up. And we can be the light to this world, this community. I watched people get saved last night. I watched shackles fall. I watched the filling of the Holy Ghost. There was more people in the altar than was in the seats. Huh, come on now. And while we were in that altar, and while we were praying for one another, I didn't know how many people was there. We was one. We was one. And we was praising Jesus. Some started off just praising in faith that he would knock the chains off. But what do you think that praise turned to when he did knock them off? If there are shackles in your life and you want them off, it's time to wake up. It is time to wake up knowing what the will of God is. Church, I know. I know the burdens you go through. I know the temptations you face, man. I got a cell phone too. Okay? Ladies. See, there's some things about you ladies that I personally don't understand, but you know, my God gave me a partner that I can share her burdens with. And we do the same thing, and we bring them to the Lord. Today, if you are ready to wake up, don't go back home. You done already raised your hand, said you felt led to go to the altar, but you didn't go. Don't go home wondering why you're still in bondage. At least know that it's your fault God called your heart, that you decided to live there. But if you know down in your heart and soul 
that you are called to something more. If there's something, even when you was a child, that said you know you was made for more than this, that's because you're right. Yes, let me be the one. Yes, you were right. Yes, you were right. You are in Christ Jesus, co-heirs of the kingdom of heaven. Last night, we believed we was the co-heirs of heaven. That means heaven is our home. We called it down. We called home. Amen. And we would submit ourselves. As the scripture says here, the very last piece of the verse, it says submitting to one another in the fear of God. We submit not only to one another, but to the God himself at the same time. And breakthrough happened. There's praise still happening today. I watch children be set free. Children. The first miracle that happened there was through a child. And it didn't even happen last night. It happened Friday night. And it just kept coming. And it kept coming. And the Spirit of God ain't done yet, y'all. He's still coming. He's still going. He's still going. Do you want your darkness gone? Are you tired of living in that shackle and chain? Wake up, church. It is time to wake up. It is time to wake up. I am so, so tired of losing individuals. My God called me to preach his gospel. There's an evangelistic spirit in my life. And man, does it burden me. But you know what? Me and Casey made each other a promise, and we promised our God at the end of our relationship with anybody, my relationship with any one of you, you will know that by the end of that relationship that we loved you with everything we have. Everything. At all costs. It's on you. If you want everything, all your, everything to stay the same, then you'll sit there. But if the Lord God himself is calling you, if the spirit of God is calling you to go to the altar, listen, the devil don't tell you to go kneel and bow before God. He don't do that. He tells you to kneel and bow before him. He's the one that's gonna tell you you don't need to go to the altar. You're doing just fine. Look at that guy. Huh, you hear that judgmental spirit? I'm calling him out in the room because I discern him. Let me just, I'm, and I'm speaking this to you now. If the judgmental spirit is on you, that is not of our God. And you got two choices on you who your daddy's gonna be. That's not on me, that's on the Lord. If you got a problem with something like that that's preached at his Bible, you take it up with him. Whatever the judgmental spirit is, I'm just gonna let you know it starts with, power, it starts with pride, Okay? And my Bible says that God, God, that's right, big daddy on the throne, amen, that he oppresses the proud. He will oppress the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Jesus said the doorway is narrow, right? Didn't he say that? But when y'all think about a door, it's usually kind of like this, right? More up and down. You open it up, open it up and walk through. Well, maybe, just maybe, church, it's time to wake up and realize that the door don't look like that in Christ. 
See, you think it's like this, but it's more kind of like this, right? And you've got to get down low. You've got to humble yourself and get down low and crawl through the door. He is the door. And God paved a way for that door to be opened for you. So you think it's like this, but it's really like this. That's the door to life. That's the door to the kingdom of God. The door to the kingdom of God is through that cross and faith in his son. Now listen, that's not a one-time thing. Believers, he still calls you to humble yourself and get down on your knees and honor him as your king. Man, I know that can be kind of a weird thing because you really don't like thinking about yourself in a wedding dress. Okay. He didn't call you to. Don't let the illusions of your mind trick you. Don't let the lie steal, kill, and destroy you. But let the truth give you life and life more abundantly. Maddie, I don't know where y'all at. Y'all wanna, y'all wanna come on? Somebody up in here needs a blessing in their life. Some of y'all need a re-anointing of the spirit inside of you. It's the same door. It's the same door to get to heaven, okay? It's the same door from the time you first believed. It's the same door. It's time to wake up and realize that, church. It's time to wake up and realize that. It's the same door, and you've got to go through the same way. But if you're too prideful, you stay on your side. why it's called repentance. That's because we wear out the first one. So we have to repent. See, he redeemed you, right? He already put your soul in your body. And we're the ones that stain that. We need some forgiveness in our life. Those who have been forgiven much love much. Let it be known today where you stand. If God is your God, then listen to the call of his voice and do not grieve the spirit of his God, of him. Do not grieve the Holy Ghost. Be obedient to that call that's on your heart. If you've never believed unto the Lord, that call you feel on your heart right now, yeah, that is him. That is him. If you really want to know what life is, come find out. But if you want to live in the misery and the depression and the anxiety, then you sit in your seat. But it's on you. Somebody in here needs a blessing in their life. The worship team's going to play a song for you. If the call is on your heart to come and lay your burdens down, let him pick you up. Adam, you want to take the service from me, brother?